0: Warning, the Dub Talk podcast contains language that may not be suitable for younger audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Also, please be aware that spoilers for any anime may potentially occur, so please be careful going into the episode if it is covering a series you haven't finished yet. And lastly, the views and opinions expressed herein are those of the participants themselves and do not reflect those of Dub Talk as a whole. Now if you'll excuse me, I'm off to go participate in the time-honored tradition of chupacabra hunting. In fact... I think I see one right there. Hey, you, take this! (laughs) Ha ha ha, gotcha! Oh, um, it's actually just an old guy in a rubber suit. Um, uh, oh boy. Uh, I gotta get going. Enjoy the show, everyone!
1: to Dub Talk, the podcast where a group of country bumpkins talk about the latest and greatest in anime English dubs. Welcome to another OG night. I'm Stephanie, and I'm joined by Hardy and Megan.
2: Chupacabras! Yep. Chupacabra!
1: <laughs> oh, wait. Actually, I stand corrected. Because we're actually not alone right now. Oh, great. Is it the Chupacabra? Yes, absolutely.
3: <laughs> if you... <laughs> <Da-da>. <laughs> Beautiful, I love this already.
1: If you listen to our spring announcement episode, you already know we have a mystery guest joining us today.
3: We've actually had some people guess beforehand, mostly
1: in the Is it Miles? Miles from Crunchyroll, however, no, it is not Miles. You may know tonight's guest as one of the most well-known anime reviewers on YouTube, as well as a good friend of ours, Akata from Glass Reflection. Hello, sir.
3: Uh,
4: hi, I'm Miles Thomas from Crunchyroll. <laughs>
2: God damn it. Your voice changed a lot. <laughs> well, I know Man, that English dubbing you've got Works out great
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Huzzah uh,
4: No, hi, I am Arkada From Glass Reflection, not Miles, though I, I'm sure he would love to be here If he had time, but It's not in the cards at this particular Date no. in recording
2: Yeah, no, not with present uh, day, present tomorrow. time.
1: For present day, present
4: time Ha 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 Shhh I love
0: how you got that That right away. That was a Lane reference. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, So actually, if some people will kind of recall, um, in the announcement video, we actually uh, mentioned that Ark instantly picked tonight's series to talk about if he wanted to come in and (laughs) hang out with us for a night. Um, So tonight, we're actually, the four of us are going to be talking about Sakata Quest. Uh, Here's a quick little summary just to give you an idea of the show. Uh, five girls work in the tourism bureau of the of a, their small provincial town. The town revives its micronation tourism program, which originated from a nationwide movement during Japan's bubble economy period, and hires the five girls as monarchs or tourism ambassadors. So a lot of it is really just kind of a slice-of-life everyday kind of thing about this group of girls who work for the tourism bureau and uh, trying to revive this small town that used to be flourishing with tourism. Uh, and visitors all the time. Uh, so, Ark, since you did suggest it, I kind of have a question for you, or yes. kind of get an idea. Because remember at Because remember, AB, yes. you instantly said socket Yes. Quest. without so, hesitation.
2: Oh
4: yeah, without hesitation. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> can you just to kind of see, just for people to hear, can you tell us why you quickly asked to jump on if we were to talk about socket Quest?
4: Because socket requests is freaking amazing. Obviously. I saw it. Uh. I saw it as a vision before it even aired. Because this was a- Anime Boston, so it actually hadn't aired yet. Yes. I saw a vision that said, Ark, you will love Sakura Quest. With as it was written, Miles. so shall it be. <laughs> yeah.
1: So it has nothing to do with Shirabako. Okay.
4: <laughs> well, or Hanasaka to do with Iroha. And, and Hanasaka Iroha. I love both those shows, okay? So... Yeah, I, works, I, I yeah. had uh, very high hopes for Sucker Request, and it has not disappointed.
2: Mm. I was going to say, right. you had a vision. I was like, damn, when did you all get into the good shit in your room at AB? <laughs> <laughs> he
0: he is from Canada. It's legal there. Yes, it is.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, it's also legal in Massachusetts, but it hasn't been regulated yet. But anyways, um, all right, so we're going to be covering much of the initial Funimation press release because I know there have been many updates. <laughs> But I don't think we all want to be here for, like, five plus hours right now. Um, All the while, we're going to talk about if we had any predictions we might have made, opinions on the casting, and impressions on the first, oh sweet baby Jesus, seven to eight episodes. I know we're kind of behind here. (laughs) Uh, There's this thing called life that exists, (laughs) and that's kind of been kicking ourselves in the pants the past several weeks. Um, But anyway, let's just dive right in. And we're going to start with the ADR director and the script writer. Um, did anyone whose name is not Hardy, because I know he never does these. Never. <laughs> did anybody have possible predictions for these two? No. Oh, I
0: my... totally
4: guessed it would be the correct answer. I mean, I am the best <laughs> at... I had no idea. I, 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 <laughs> I, uh, I my fat finger slipped. Either. I just hope and pray that it's someone good, especially for a show that I'm excited about.
2: Surprise, Stephen Foster rises from the grave. Oh no!
4: There are times that Stephen Foster has surprised me, but I would still cringe if I was really looking forward to a show and his name was attached to something.
2: I guess I'm the only one who actually attempted to try and predict things Okay, eh? in all fairness, this cast came out a week before the show did, (laughs) and I accidentally- I was looking at my phone for something else, and my finger slipped and showed me the whole cast. It...
1: Why well, was avoiding this castle like the fucking plague?
2: <laughs> yeah, like if we like, mention I... something in chat, she's like, "Shut up!" And we're like, "Yes, like, mom."
1: This in Royal Tutor, the two episodes I was doing this season, I'm like, "You tell me shit, I'm going to murder you." <laughs> <laughs> um. So, my predictions, kind of going back, call back to Royal Tutor, if, you, if anyone listened to it, recall. So, how I did my predictions I think about for... a
0: thousand people listen to the Royal Tutor. If you don't get me, you
2: know. yeah. <laughs> uh, Surprising, um, I didn't know yeah. that
0: many people actually cared about the Royal Tutor.
2: I like that show. It's dumb, but I have fun. It's silly, but it's fun. But, um, how I
1: did my director predictions... I actually, what I ended up doing was I went through all of the cast lists for the other shows that they were simul-dubbing this season. Minus oh, and you just, and like,
4: crossed the off Tutor. the list everybody that you knew?
1: Basically, yeah.
4: That's not really uh, fair, <laughs> is it?
1: <laughs> no, it's not, but you know what? Oh well. Um. And then I kind of just based off of who was left. So, writer-wise, I actually went with Clint Bickham. Mm -hmm. I kind of enjoyed some of his slice-of-life writing for things like uh, Barakamon. And even though it's kind of silly, Honda-kun was writing. wasn't too shabby. Uh, ADR director-wise, I had three picks here. My first one that I really, really wanted was Chris George, but I'm stupid and forgot he's still on Monster Hunter stories right now. Oh thank god I was
2: I wasn't the only one who forgot about
1: that. Yeah. I was like, damn it. Cause I mean, Chris George has been has had some really nice dubs, even for really, really shitty shows like Guy.
2: Oh, please um, don't bring that show Snowy up. Snow I with
1: Snow White with the Red Hair being the big particular one and I thought he would be a good fit here, For the other two I predicted I also thought would be good fits, uh, Caitlin Glass and Joel McDonald. Uh, and lo and behold, the director and writer-wise, the script writer I'm going to start with is Jessica Kavanagh, whom you have probably seen some of her writing for a series such as Rumpelkitan, uh, Game of the Place, Fuca, and Alderman on the Sky. And the ADR director is in fact Caitlin Glass, uh, who has directed series such as Oran High School Host Club, Fuca, and Show by Rock. So, already, Caitlin and Jessica have already worked together before. With Fuca. So, mm-hmm. Since they both done Fuca. Um, so, what are our thoughts? How do we feel about the directing and writing um, from
3: Caitlin and Jessica?
4: So I don't have to too much to say on Jessica, mostly because out of the ones that I looked up that she did... Um... Alderman is the only show that I've actually watched, and I've only seen, I think, about two episodes of that one in dub, and I don't really remember it all that well. Um, Caitlin Glass, though, I've known for a lot longer than that, because I've been following her work since... around the time that I started caring about looking up people's names. So, um, I was actually quite happy that, that I at least knew um, her work going into this, and I figured that she would do a good job, because I didn't know that first person you mentioned who you were really hoping. Um, I didn't know them by name the first time I ever heard them, so uh, I was Chris, quite surprised. George, yeah, Chris George, yes, him. Yeah. Basically,
1: all you need to know is Snow White with the red hair.
4: I <laughs> know, but I haven't watched that dub yet.
2: You need to fix. I that. know.
4: <laughs> Blame Godswell. That <laughs> has a
2: six. backlog the size of the Mariana Trench.
4: I'm still blaming Godswell.
2: That's will. Fair. <laughs> Damn it, Godswell. See, at this point, I'm, like, pretty much convinced that I need to just buy art Snow White with the red hair. You
4: probably do at this point. You probably do. Because I almost did it just twice. You know why I didn't? God's Will. God's was like, oh, yeah, no, sure, I can stuff? get that to you. Right, God's oh, will.
2: okay. All right. And then... I see how it is. Oh, uh,
1: we're gonna we're calling out God's will now. Oh, man. Oh, man.
2: Let's just it's call out fine. every social media manager we know from an anime company this episode.
1: Oh, no we've already got
2: Miles we've already got Godswell Carolyn <laughs> Carolyn <laughs> <laughs> Carolyn anyway, the Sentai girl yeah anyway don't forget any Char other... and Char oh, god. actual and other... human goddess Char
0: <laughs> cause she sparkles any
1: other thoughts any other thoughts and opinions on the directing you're oh, writing
2: so far oh god uh <laughs> it took a long time for me to actually start getting into this show <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, is it more because of the content of the show itself? I don't
2: know. That's the problem, is I I, I think at least up until episode six, when the movie starts getting filmed at the town, I had a really hard time, I don't know if it's the content of the show or some of the writing, mm-hmm. where I was like, okay, this is really, like, it feels out of like otherworldly to kind of watch it, like, not... That it's, it's a bad show, because it's far from being a, a bad anime. I've watched bad anime this season. It terrifies me. Um, <laughs> seven Mortal Sins. No. Stop reminding me that I'm on that episode. Shh. You fucking volunteered. Because I hate myself. <laughs> I'm terrible.
4: sorry, I've never but heard anyway. of this anime. Are we talking about the Seven Deadly Sins? That's a really no, good not, anime. I actually No, we're like not
1: that, talking anime about that one. Not that, not seven that one. Seven
0: Mortal Sins. There's no such thing. Seven. Bad no such one. thing. Nope. <laughs>
2: nope, nope, nope. Ark's like it doesn't exist. Yeah. There is just no anime just, embossing. Like, just Say <laughs> <laughs> there is no Black Butler season two. There is no darker than Black season. There
4: 2. There is like, totally a darker to than Black season two. Gemini and the Meteor was amazing. Screw <laughs> anybody who says otherwise. Yes. <laughs> I forgot you. Have there was
0: no amazing, outlawed, like, There was no Outlaw Star spinoff called Angel Links. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> exactly. exactly. A spin-off?
4: Wow. I'm sure I would have heard of that. You must be pulling that out of your ass. Yeah, yeah. Forget
0: <laughs> Next you ever heard, that. Next thing you're going to tell me is
4: that Tsukihime had an adaptation.
0: Exactly. Oh,
2: <laughs> but
3: yeah, or no, or uh, that
0: Roroni Kinchin Reflections ever existed.
2: Anyway. Meanwhile, <laughs> in the land of the living. Um, <laughs> no, I think the, I think the direction is phenomenal on this show. Because it, it seems like each week, more people keep showing up. Enough to actually populate a tiny town um and i think all the direction on those characters are great if i had anything it might be a little bit of the writing because i just personally feel that it's not my cup of tea but i'm not gonna hold that against the show too much because it's an excellently uh casted show and if it wasn't for my own like perceptions of things i'd probably like it more in the beginning but i'm getting into it now
1: I think part of the writing, is, if I'm recalling correctly, because I watched the first three episodes of the Japanese like a couple of months. ago, mm-hmm. um, I think Jessica Cavanaugh is mostly pretty much is pretty much staying true to the original series. There might be some deviations here and there in terms of like language
2: uh, and terminology. I'm pretty sure at one Ooh, point I heard not... the phrase "You're getting a Razzie." Yes, yes.
0: That was just last it. night, in fact, in the last episode. Yeah, oh, with so the one all I haven't watched of watching harassing... Lovely. <laughs>
2: yeah, they're harassing uh No, you should sure have seen it. It
1: was in, a, it was in episode 7.
0: Episode was seven? it episode 7? Yes, it seven. was episode 7. That's episode because right. okay.
1: episode 8 was um, Chef Fun Times. Man! Yeah. Bear Man! <laughs> Bear Man,
0: <laughs> Bear oh. Man and
3: Black Magic.
1: Yeah, personally, I think... I think it's a solid directing. Writing-wise, might be a little bit iffy. But again, because, I mean, we've talked about plenty of things. Caitlin is... Directed before, she has so much passion for everything she does. It's insane. So she definitely is taking the, her time with it and making it a phenomenal mm-hmm. show. Um, even to the point where she's been doing little Periscope live streams like every Wednesday morning. soccer with
2: Fast.
1: Yes. Where um, she has a couple other voice actors who are in the show join her and they kind of just recap and chat about. Uh, the newest episode. I think the one that they did this morning. It was with Ben Bryant and Dave Trosco, who are in episode eight. That sadly, the night
2: sadly, these videos contain less Rico Fajardo and uh, toilet dress, toilet paper, wedding dresses. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! Oh come on, that video was God's gift to this earth. It <laughs> <laughs> kind of was. The better one anyone... is that Clifford Chapin and Justin Briner were involved, so somebody drew Deku and Kachan doing it.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was amazing. Okay.
2: Was that Keep going, and moving on from this train wreck.
1: <laughs> and uh, anyways, Hardy, how do you feel about the directing and writing for the show right now?
0: Um, Well, I don't really have much to say on it, and I honestly think that's kind of a good thing, because It works. And if there was any glaring flaws or problems, I would have noticed them and I don't see any. I think for the most part, everything is well casted. Everything's well acted. Um, I really am not the type to really pay attention very much to writing on the first glance. Um, and so, yeah, I have no major complaints, honestly. So I think it's a good job.
1: Sweet. So off to a great start. Yes. Um, are we ready to move on at this point? Sure. Yes, please. Mm -hmm. Okie dokie. So essentially how this is going to break down with the characters, because again, we're basically following the initial press release because we're not doing every single cast update. And I know Jamal wanted me to make a stupid Moe joke, but that's not happening. I'm sorry, I love you, dude, but no. (laughs) Um, Oh, thank (laughs) you. Anyway, anyway, I love you, Jamal, but that's not happening today. Um, So we have three groups of three, and then the five main girls or main tourism ambassadors are going to be each separate. So the first group of three that we have, we have Miss Angelica, who is the... Uh, restaurant owner, fortune teller woman. Uh, we have Erika Suzuki, who is the little girl who works at that restaurant. And we also have... Uh, I kind of added this one at the last minute, only because he kind of showed up a bit more frequently. Um, Kosuke Midorikawa, who is Maki's little brother. Um, did anyone have predictions for these three?
0: Not really. Nope. <laughs> Actually, you know what? For Angelica, I thought maybe... Uh, Monica Rial using her big girl voice And uh, for Erica I thought maybe um, What was it? Laura Woodhull uh,
1: I actually thought Laura Woodhull too For Erica mm-hmm. um, But Angelica Which at the time I didn't know her name so I labeled her Miss Fortune Teller Lady yeah. I actually put Rachel Robinson Okay just kind of the demeanor of the character and how she presents herself reminds me quite a bit of characters that Rachel Robinson has voiced. I was before. like, please
2: don't do it because it would have been a bad show by Rock Joke.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, that's
2: true. I, I, th- I forgot
3: about that. I
0: think the reason I put Monica as Angelica was because she's played fortune teller characters in other shows such as uh, Bodacious Space Pirates in the past. So that's yeah, kind of why I had Bodacious her. Space Pirates, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, and,
1: Ark, I'm guessing you didn't have anything. Not
0: a be. clue. Not a clue,
1: okay, okay, all right. So the three individuals who are voicing these characters, Angelica is voiced by Miss Colleen Clunkenbeer, who has been in series such as and Zoroku, which actually, that episode went up like an hour ago as of recording this. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's also been in Fullmetal Alchemist and Trinity Blood as well. Yay! Uh, Eric I knew you would love that one. Uh, Erika Suzuki is voiced by Ms. Jill Harris, who has been in series such as Izeta the Last Witch, Planetarian, and Castletown Dandelion. While Kosuke Midorikawa is voiced by- Ugh, do I dare ask for it? No, uh, I'm not
2: doing it. Not tonight. Good. Not while no, my good. dad is sick.
1: <laughs> okay, no. Thanks, Dad. Um, no Daryun alarms today. Uh, so it's Rico Fajardo. Whom you've heard in series such as Garo the Animation, Assassination, Classroom, and the
3: heroic legend of Arslan.
0: And let us not Um, forget, you will soon get to hear him rapping as Rico Suave in the dub of Dance with Devils.
2: I'm so excited for Rico Suave. I have to Uh learn, I apparently on Twitter uh, run my mouth enough, so now I have to learn how to white girl rap that.
0: No, literally, no. No, Kyle. Uh, Kyle Phillips tweeted about it. He's like, now you can hear. You can actually hear Rico rapping in episode five. I'm. <laughs> I said, you know. So now can we call him Rico Suave? And he's like, you don't already. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, good point. So <laughs>
1: the jokes. yeah Um. So how do we feel about these three
2: performances right now? Jill Harris is the most precocious little thing ever. <laughs>
1: Very different than some of the innocent girl rules that you've normally have seen her in.
2: I don't want to go to Taiko drumming practice. Guy walks by. I'm going.
1: <laughs> no, it was it was the brother coast. It was the brother coast guy. I think it was actually. <laughs> he just pops it. Oh, Okay, I'm gonna go. I gotta go to practice.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, suddenly I almost
1: I almost didn't recognize Rico at first, honestly. Um, and then it took maybe like a minute or two. And then I was noticing some of the inflections that I could normally pick up on when I'm listening to something. He's always
0: got that little rasp in the back of his voice that's always there.
1: Yep. Mm -hmm. So I managed to pick up on that. But Mm -hmm. this is definitely a fun one for him. Yep. Jill Harris is very precocious. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just
2: waiting for the episode where Jill Harris makes us all cry, again. (sighs) (laughs) Don't. (laughs) Don't remind me of Planetarian. Um,
4: Just no.
2: And then
1: Colleen. I haven't honestly heard too much
0: from her to really see. She's sort of a background a character, really. Yeah. She doesn't really talk all that much. So yeah. In a t-
4: lot of the places online I've been seeing, Angelica has been listed as, like, the first supporting character, which is surprising since she yeah. doesn't show up all that much.
2: She really right, yeah. just shows up for, like, it's like, oh yeah, hey, uh, time to go to this cafe so that we can all remember Angelica as a character.
4: Yeah. Either like, I, I'm fully expecting her to have a lot more time later on, but for now at least...
0: Mm. No.
1: It would be interesting if um, they have a focus towards at some point the tourism board has a focus like maybe not necessarily just that restaurant but like some of the other big touristy hot spots for like food and stuff like that. Even though they are episode 8 they're basically trying to come up with a signature dish for the town. That's basically the plot of that episode right now. Um,
0: and some of the food they come up with is just nasty. would <laughs> yeah. you would Bullshit, expect-
2: Bullshit, I would totally eat a sandwich with all that rice on it.
1: Bullshit, I would totally eat
2: cup ramen with chicken wings sticking out of it. You would you have it during college?
0: Would <laughs> you eat a caterpillar no. bun with green goo coming out of its butt? <laughs> oh, Which side of the caterpillar bun is the head or the tail? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the one that you tear off and turd. dip in the chocolate.
2: God damn chocolate coronet. Lucky Star took a dark turn once yes. the girl's in
0: their 20s. Yeah, you t- you tear off the part of the green thing and stick it in the green stuff. So And yeah. call it a day. Right. Uh,
1: but yeah, like these three, there hasn't been a lot going on. I know Rigo's character has kind of been coming in much more compared to the other two. Um, since Maki has that whole feud going on with her dad. She has we her little her
0: little mini arc in around episodes yeah. six and seven, so he plays a big part yeah. in that.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, he gets to do a little bit more yeah. when it comes to that part. Yes. I, which is basically why I added him at the last minute, because he did more stuff. <laughs> I, ju-
0: I just realized this show consists of many arcs. That's why Arc likes it so much, because there's so many of him.
2: God damn it. <laughs> I just smacked my head hard enough that I hope you heard it, Hardy.
0: Dad oh, jokes. Dad yeah, no, jokes. It's there. It's there. They don't call me the dub-talk dad for nothing, I got the dad jokes. (laughs) This
2: is why I drink. This is why mom chants. You have no idea how much
0: I want to drink right now, I have been sober the past month.
2: (sighs) Oh, I'm just drinking... I would drink, but
4: I have to drive in a number of hours after sleeping, so I can't.
2: Just drink on the plane like the lady who made mimosas on my flight to Boston did. And then promptly fell asleep. (laughs)
4: That'd be fine, except I'm actually planning on sleeping. Because I have a yeah. five and a half hour flight first. The first leg is a five and a half hour flight, and I'd like
0: to sleep most of it. Also, aircraft <laughs> drinks are expensive as all get out. That up. too, my god.
4: You don't yeah. even get, yeah, like, complimentary food anymore. It's all, like, at minimum, like, $3 US. Ugh. Like, what the fuck, airline?
2: You can eat on this airline, but it's going to cost you your firstborn. United <laughs> <You're not gonna laughs> Yeah, it's like, they it. will
4: give you a drink like a non-alcoholic drink if you ask for it but then they open up a can and fill this tiny ass plastic cup so it's like half a can of whatever you ask for and that's all you get
0: and and the can stays with them yeah the can
4: stays with them they you don't you don't even get the can because this is as i said you don't drink the full can you only get like half a can they open it they pour half in and they save the other half for when the next person asks for that exact thing i don't know what what they do if there's anything left over at the end but whatever that's
2: when you, you break out want the want, dirty, like little... precocious orphan from your carry-on, send him yeah. back there, and have them go, please, sir, may I have some more?
0: No. Yeah. Your
2: little mini Oliver twist.
0: So this has been uh. this episode's mini arc for Ark. Yay!
2: Ow! Uh,
0: <laughs> dad oh, jokes, dad jokes.
2: I'm gonna fly up to Memphis and kill you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I may join in that, <laughs> You can I'm die after her. you
2: watch Ancient Magus Bride Hardy. Shh.
1: We got several months to go on that one. Hold on. Yeah. Um
4: I'm so waiting thoughts for
1: and opinions? it. Any Any yeah. other thoughts and opinions on these three performances right now?
2: I hope that they get to do more so that we can hear more cuz uh, <laughs> I would feel really bad if these Like I have this weird thing where it's like after you've watched a show with so many characters and then, like, you see really, like, awesome voice actors you love in, like, little itty-bitty roles, you're like, I know someone has to do these roles, but damn it, come back!
1: <laughs> so I guess at this point we're gonna move on. da 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 Okay. Beep-beep. Um, the, next, the next group of three we're gonna talk about, we have chito Se who is Ririko's um, grandmother.
2: The bitch.
0: Snack bitch.
1: A, who, yes. Bitch. who runs a confectionery store. Um, is part of the board of merchants and she has basically a pension and rivalry against the tourism Bureau. Um, then we have Takamiyazawa, who is a bus driver in town. Mm-hmm. And we also have Sandal, why he's named Sandal, Sandal, I don't fucking know. He's this blonde guy who kind of wanders around the town. Like a vagabond of sorts, which eventually doesn't your town learn. have a
2: minstrel, Lilac?
1: <laughs> no. Who well, eventually we find out is apparently a really good artist.
4: He's a wandering minstrel. Oh,
1: wandering minstrel, yes. Yes. Um. Anyone attempt to have predictions, or is it just me again?
0: Probably just you.
2: Probably just you, Mom. I'm the actual fuck. <laughs>
0: I don't think I, I do. had predictions. I th- I think I tried to make it. I don't some, make a habit of doing any
4: predictions for any show, mostly because I end up watching only have time to watch a show subbed when it comes out because other everybody's like yelling at me about things long before the dub comes out. If I waited yeah. to give my quote unquote thoughts on some things. Can, can, do you guys even have any idea what it would've been like if I said nothing about My Hero Academia until the first episode of the dub? Well, okay, that, that's a horrible example since the dub actually came out on time.
2: Like, that's a terrible oh, example! Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like, imagine but if, if that Ark didn't happen. <laughs> Dragon Maid. Yeah. Like, if he waited on Dragon Maid, I'm pretty sure that, like, a hell swath of KyoAni fanboys would have marched their ass up to Canada, Sherman fire-marching the entire countryside as they go. Yeah,
4: basically. That's that's kind of what would have happened, yes.
2: And then if you had so anyway, a negative opinion on it, they would have burned down all of Canada.
4: Oh my god, yeah. Thankfully, that show was great. <laughs> great, and you should watch it.
2: Anyways. I'm working. Um, I need to catch up. I'm so behind on it. <laughs>
1: So anywho, uh, the projections I have for some of these characters. Axen, I actually didn't have anything for Grandma. Uh,
2: Nothing but for Grandma. Bus not?
1: driver and Sandal. Uh, bus driver, I just kind of defaulted to Ian Sinclair.
3: <laughs> Default.
2: Yeah. Um, but Sandal. This bus I is actually, dandy. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, dandy driving for, the funk bus. That would be weird.
1: Uh, but Sandal, I actually had two picks. Uh, Mostly because the personality-wise and demeanor, uh, when I saw it in the Japanese, reminded me of these two voice actors instantly. Um, I had Eric Vale, and I also had Austin Tyndall. But lo and behold, who do we have? Uh, Chitosai Oriba, who is voiced by Miss Rachel Robinson, whom you have probably seen in series such as Akka 13 Territory Inspection Squad, uh, Territory Department, wow, I'm stupid, Uh, Helsing (laughs) Ultimate, and Snow White with the Red Hair. Uh, Takamiya Miyazawa, the bus driver, is voiced by Robert McCollum, whom you've seen in Death Parade, Barakamon, and Psychopass.
2: Rainer has and, a weird side jab. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Sandal is voiced by Mr. Jerry Jewel, whom you've probably heard in series such as Yuri on Ice, Assassination Classroom, and the heroic legend of Arsland. Oh my god, it's
2: Give all over again. It's Give from Arsland! holy shit it's Keeve um, the fuckboy minstrel from Arsland all over again with less of a fuckboy personality uh, true facts um, the and less of him is... chasing Rachel Robinson around yes
0: Yeah, I don't um, know Sandal might be into older women I don't know
2: we haven't seen that <laughs> yet. In, not yet did Sandal get put into jail again yeah. <laughs> Sandal did not get put into jail he was hit. oh yeah that's right he was the he was hitchhiking with the cops for some stupid only in reason. Japan. <laughs> it's like what? Um, so how do we feel about these three performances? Uh,
0: Miss Oriba's a bitch. Yeah, and I do not. But like that's her. just kind of the character. Yeah,
2: Rick Robbins is doing a great job though. Like she is like the most convincingly angry, bitching, conniving old lady you can think of. It's because
4: everybody knows that character. Everybody mm-hmm. has yeah. somebody that they know that acts just like that.
2: Yeah,
1: and definitely her interactions with Karota, um, who we'll talk about next, uh, those uh, interactions in that dynamic between Rachel and the voice actor who plays Karota, that's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Rachel. <laughs> seeing them go back and forth and
2: yell at each other.
0: Rachel Robinson's the voice when you need an angry old woman and Wendy Powell is busy. So,
2: <laughs> Come back Basically. I miss Wendy Powell. <laughs>
1: We miss you. <laughs> come back sometime. Um, how about thoughts on Robert McCollum or Jerry Jewel? How do we feel about either one of these gentlemen?
0: I
2: it's think... really weird with Robert McCollum being so laid back in this show. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, I don't really. Jerry, think however, is make... like pretty pretty bang on
0: for what I kind of expected to come out of that
4: character's mouth.
1: Yeah, honestly, oh. I, I'm sad I didn't think of him that instantly.
0: Yeah, all you need to do is give Sandal a Russian accent, and he's basically Russia from Hatalia. Yeah. or maybe
1: to some
0: extent Yuri, not Yuri, excuse me, Victor. Yes, yeah. Victor
2: Wrong, wrong Russian, wrong Russian Yuri.
0: Yes, allow, <laughs> allow me Yuri. to sing you a song about pork cutlet bowl. <laughs> <laughs> but not before magic I pull out magic, of magic of metal, of metal, of metal pipe of <laughs>
2: yes magic metal uh, pipe of ba- pain is my band name people think they're
4: smarter than me maybe <laughs> yeah. they're not outsmart magic hilarious. pipe of pain
1: it would have been so hilarious yes. though if they decided to just give sandal a russian
2: accent out of nowhere because they <laughs> yes. also be he's like the one blonde guy in japan if only funimation oh. did yes.
4: bloopers yes
2: I can only imagine what. the... Well, Caitlin did record bloopers of Fuka that she had, which know yep. which they're gave on, me they're the. They're on voice. her Twitter,
1: and it's glorious.
2: I don't know if anybody saved the compilation, but my favorite one is. Wait a second! What are you doing here? You were supposed to get hit by the truck. I read the manga. <laughs> and I think yeah. it was Rico too who yells that. That in the um. No, in- I think it was Aaron. It was Aaron. Whatever that, was Aaron those bloopers were, twelve episodes of trolling Aaron Dismuke. <laughs> 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 it was kind of funny. Um, Are you a virgin still? Yes? No? Maybe? I'm gonna take that as a yes. (laughs) But no, it's, like I said, it's real, especially this season, and I wouldn't say it any other time if it wasn't for this anime season. I'm pretty sure this is what they make Robert McCollum do after recording Attack on Titan. (laughs) Because, dear sweet Jesus, that poor man. Attack on Titan and my hero, holy shit. This is, what's, this is fun fact. This is actually what's going on in Rainer's head right now. Um, He's thinking happy thoughts. <laughs> driving happy a thoughts. bus the whole time. <laughs> no, I really, I kind of want to know what that guy's story is. Taki, uh, Taki I hope he becomes, like, a bigger character later on.
1: Especially because, um, we do come to find out, because, um, Yoshino, um, the main main character, essentially, she, she finds out that she has been to this town before, um, as the pint-sized little queen at that point, and me was actually the prince at that time.
2: See, I wonder, okay then, I wanna what, the what's going on there. Second, I'm pretty sure Sandal is, if this was a magical anime, Sandal would just basically be like the god trying to watch over the town. But I like all the performances, but like Ark said, the fact that we all know a cheese Jose in our lives makes Rachel's performance terrifying yes. at points. Yes. <laughs>
0: My god. <laughs> yeah, she may be good at making sweets, but her demeanor is anything but.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. hmm You don't mess with a bitch when it comes to uh,
2: her merchant board. My. God damn it!
0: He's like, bitch, where my candy?
2: Bitch, better have my candy.
4: <laughs> Honey, where's my super suit?
2: <laughs> That's who she is. Oh my She's god! So is Owen's wife. <laughs> 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 Trooper <laughs>
4: Why do you need it?
2: I need to save the town! It's the greater good. <laughs>
3: oh my
1: god. Uh, well, I guess bottom line is we like those performances.
2: <laughs> and we I all, like know all know what you did. Say.
0: Perhaps moose? I use I use pork cutlet to catch moose and squirrel. God
2: damn it,
4: <laughs> alright, let's move let's move on.
2: Beep beep <laughs> anyway. Next bus stop. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, bus driver, Robert Rick Uh
1: anyway, beep beep. The last three we're gonna talk about together. Uh, Ushimatsu Karuta, who is the one who's in charge of the tourism board. Grumpy Dad. Uh Grumpy Dad. Uh, grumpy Grandpa. Um we have and we also have Mino and Yamada. They are also employed there as well as as um assistants. Um pff. I may as well go through mine, because I'm going to take a wild guess. No one had predictions.
0: I had predictions for... I think I had passing predictions for Mino and Yamada. I did have one prediction for Kadota. I actually had two, actually.
1: Oh my god, it's not just me now. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, uh, sweet baby Jesus.
0: M- for Mino and Yamada, I kind of just threw out um, random names. I think I put out Micah, Solosad, and Austin Tindall. I don't even know as who, just... Choose who you think and So
2: basically interchangeable. Yeah. You go into box one, you go into box two. <laughs> right. Okay.
0: But for katata I kinda defaulted and I went with either John Swayze or R. Bruce Elliot. Uh Ooh. because they both are known for, of course, playing crotchety old grandpa dads.
3: So. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
4: John Swayze would have been if an you're... interesting pick, actually, now that I think John about it. Yeah. John Swayze would have been fun. John uh, Swayze would
1: have been fun. anyway, my predictions. Uh let's see. For Mino, uh, which is the glasses guy, um, I defaulted to two actors who play glasses characters, those being J. Michael Tatum and Christopher Bevins, Mm
3: -hmm.
1: uh, Yamada, I thought because Yamada was seemingly probably a little bit younger, uh, between the duo, uh, I actually went Dallas Reed and Brendan McGinnis, and Kanata, I actually also had Arbors Elliot as one of my picks, and... uh, Cause why the fuck not? I had Damon Mills.
0: At I head knew head. you were gonna say it. I knew it ever since I cast him as Zeroku. We're we're trying to find out more people. You
1: gotta remember though, I did this before I got the audio for Zoroku.
0: For yeah. Zeroku. No, you okay. just
2: to be fair, Damon Mills' range is slightly terrifying, and he should be feared. <laughs> yes. No, he. I, how does Yakov's voice come out of that face?
0: He, he is a very pretty He's, man. So he is He's like a very young pretty, pretty, man. Too. Yes, He's He's young, young almost, Jesus. almost pretty as for Cutlip. Yes, <laughs> I show him my magic metal pipe of fan someday.
2: <gasps>
4: oh, oh dear, oh.
0: sweet baby Jesus,
2: no! <laughs> oh dear, sweet baby Jesus, dear God, if you're listening right now, send me an angel, <laughs>
1: save me Probably from this one
2: insanity. One. Send me the Angel of Smirnoff so I can <laughs> to forget my woes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I
1: I put Dan Mills here because he's a goddamn wizard and I was like, I've heard him as Yakov. Why don't we just have him play another crotchety old man for no freaking reason just to do it. Um, but anyway, here's what we have. So for Yamada, we actually do have Dallas Reed uh, coming in there and you've probably heard him in series such as Cheer Boys, Nanbaka, and Show Me the Sample. Uh, Mino is actually voiced by Aaron Roberts Whom you've heard in series such as All Out Seraph of the End is one of Megan's Favorite fucking characters And another show that Megan loves Token Ramu Manamaru I love you you, Overworked suit Overworked rat suit dad (laughs) Uh, Ushimatsu Karata Is actually voiced by Mark Stoddard Whom you've probably heard in series such as Daigan Rampa 3, The End of Hope's Peak Academy Drifters and Ping Pong The Animation uh, kind of the start-off thoughts, I actually didn't peg Mark Stoddard for this role box.
3: He looks- okay,
2: St- 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 Stefan and uh, and I think Hardy's watched Akka. Am I high, or does he look like his character from Akka, but balding?
4: What, Spade? Yeah. 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 yeah.
2: He Kinda looks yeah. like Spade, and he plays Spade. Yeah. I didn't- it, I didn't put two and
3: two together, I didn't think it was gonna happen,
4: though. Yeah. My thing, like, between- well, with these three, is Mark is the only one that I actually knew- but before, like, recently with Aka, I never knew his name. I looked him up because I was like, oh, this guy's pretty cool. I wonder what else he's been in. And I could, like, fill my and hand you saw the list. with, like, like, shit that I've watched in dub. It's not, like, usually when I look up, like, dub people and I'm like, oh, they were in this show that I did not watch dub. But no, he, he I, I've watched a shit ton of dubs that he's been in. But, like, I never place yeah. him because he's never... He's always this, this not really background supporting character, but one of those that are there. They have a decent amount of lines, but you kind of forget about them after a while because that's what, just their what? character.
0: And he's one been of the best ways to identify. Of one of the best ways to identify him, Ark, is he's always the guy who sounds like he's ex-military. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah,
0: yeah,
1: because he does have like a, a, a like a um, authoritative presence. Very
0: much so. His and that's my one critique about him in this role is that. He is, he doesn't really play crotchety old men very often. He plays old men all the time mm-hmm. um, because he is an older gentleman. But yeah, here he just sort of plays this grumpy granddad and it's not really something that he's used to. And I don't know. It's, it's just a different take on his voice. Um, I don't think it's bad. I probably would have given it to someone like Bar Bruce Elliott if I was doing the casting, but I think he does an okay job. You know, mm-hmm. I, when, I, when I view Mark Stoddard, I like to put him in roles for the more well-distinguished older gentleman, I guess you could say, like someone in a position of power. Because he does have that very authoritative, ex-military type of voice. So, mm-hmm. listening to him here, it's kind of different. So, like I said, it's not bad, but it does take a bit of getting used to, in my personal opinion.
1: I mean, it may be different and it does take time to get used to, but... At the same time, it's not typecasting. Which I can appreciate doing some like different variety and versatility for some actors. Because unfortunately there gets to be a point where you are typecasted all the time is one particular thing. Um, this is true. Mm-hmm. John Swayze actually said this when he was um, doing the interview with Roots and I um, that there sometimes becomes a point where he does get type- typecasted as the uh, as the dad figure of some kind. So I can appreciate that Kaylin decided to do something completely different um, and give Mark Starter the chance to try something that's a little bit different for
0: him. Yeah. It's fun. Then, it's funny that you bring up John Swasey being typecast as the older guy because, uh, sorry to go off on a tangent, but in the latest, the new Black Butler movie that just just came out, uh, he finally got to achieve. He finally got to achieve his lifelong dream of playing a <laughs> as the heard- Undertaker. Thanks, Ian. Thanks,
2: Ian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks, Ian. That's great. Yes. Um, the way you kind of drink to forget that Black Butler and, exists. And, <laughs> and he
0: sounds he sounds strangely similar to Christopher Bevins when he plays, a, uh, plays a Bishonin character. Wait a second. Character. I'm not lying.
2: What? What, Megan? That's a blank plus blank equals blank question mark, equals question mark, question mark, question mark in my mind. How you go from John Swayze, Bishonin equals Chris Bevins. I,
0: listen to the dub of the movie. If you disagree, that's fine. But that's what I heard with my own two ears, and that's what I'm sticking if, to. If it. the
2: movie
1: was here, if it was here. I totally would. And if it wasn't on a weeknight when I had to, when I finished work at six, not to go
0: to
2: fucking <laughs> Cambridge.
0: But whatever. That's that's just what I wanted to say.
2: Harvard University. No. Uh, no. uh, uh. I. are I mean, so many
0: Cambridges. My God.
2: <laughs> yes. Too many. Uh, no, I'm happy that, uh, Dallas Reed is not in another shitty harem, uh, light novel show again. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Please. Yes. Please, for the love of God, Funimation, I think he's earned his, like, his stripes that you don't need to keep putting him in those shows.
1: I um, mean, he already has Show Me Sample and that Gay, so...
0: And <laughs> Clockwork Planet. Oh, right. Yeah. Forgot
2: okay. About that. Okay, stop, please stop doing that to Dallas, he's a good boy. Um... <laughs> They're all good boys, boys. <laughs> except for that quiff kid. <laughs> yeah.
0: God damn! It. Yeah, I don't know what. Quiff. That boy ain't right.
2: Oh, yeah,
0: that no. boy ain't right. <laughs> what boy ain't right. I tell you what. I mean, you did call. No. I
1: mean, just to quote Hardy, you did
2: call him a fucking loser. <laughs> to be fair.
0: Well if the shoe fits. And this is why
2: we're going to get, it. this is why at least three of us in this chat, in this, three out of the four of us in this conversation, are going to be banned from going to Texas ever again after this year. Uh, Have fun, I'm gonna go
4: at some point, I think.
2: I can put you, I'll put you in my carry-on, we'll take you to Anime Fest. (laughs) (laughs) And this is why I'm probably
1: gonna hear shit later from him, thanks guys. Thanks, guys. We
2: don't mean is. Cliff's not a loser. He's not. He's a <laughs> geek. He's a nerd! Anyway, What's uh, no. With uh, and it's also fun hearing Aaron Roberts in things where he gets to, like, be calmer, because I'm used to usually hearing Aaron Roberts flipping the fuck out. Um. And crashing shit? Black as well as my favorite character, my favorite side character in Seraph for the end, only because he jackassed a plane into a wall. <laughs> But for me, Mark Stoddard, it's really weird. And at some point, it kind of borders on a little bit annoying because he doesn't stop screaming ever. And no. I don't know if that's the character or him.
0: It's the character for sure. But I mean, yeah, it like, is I, It is different hearing him do that type of performance.
2: Though I do like hearing him and Rachel Robinson yell at each other like a bunch of crazy old grandparents. <laughs>
1: That's always fun. Again, going back to that dynamic, I love the dynamic between Rachel and Mark as these two crotchety old grandparent-type characters. It's a lot of fun to see them argue, honestly.
2: They're like a couple crotchety parents in, in a divorce and the kid is the town.
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: Wonderful. That's a nasty divorce right there. Oh, shit. Whoever wins, yeah, we also-
0: lose.
4: <laughs>
1: exactly. Just draw I one also- big
0: line right across the middle of town.
1: This is my half and that's yours. You stay in your side of the town.
0: But your side no, has I the was... ice machine.
2: I don't give a shit. You stay in your But side. your side has the toilet.
1: <laughs> anyway, I mean speaking of dynamics, I also really like the dynamic between um Aaron Roberts and Dallas Reed. Um they they are do they are kind of there for comedic a lot more comedic effect compared to some of the other characters. Um I mean <laughs> when they, remember that um, mascot contest, and they roll up, face masks on, and like, we found the chupacabra head, it was in the trash. Yeah. it was this nasty ass looking thing, I'm like, oh no. Cosplay (laughs)
2: shames of, cosplay shame of years past.
1: (laughs) Basically, like, I feel like the dynamic between Aaron and Dallas is great and they also play really well off of Mark whenever the three of them are bickering mm-hmm. or well I should say I should more say Mark yelling at them <laughs> <laughs> like what are you doing are you stupid like well, I like that dynamic he yells at everybody so yeah he does it's a fun It's fun. there's a lot of fun dynamics all around really mm-hmm. in this show which is great to watch um do we think we're good to move on yes
0: yes please let's move on to our main five
1: these. The they Fab amazing, Five. The Fab Five, the the uh, ministers, uh, the ambassadors. Mm-hmm. These are each going to be
2: individual enough
0: These chicks. Uh, so the, <laughs>
2: the, 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 these bitches. Uh, <laughs> so the first one. The five entries to this year's PA Works waifu war. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh no. So the first one, Riri, Ririko Oribe. Uh, she, she's pretty much probably the quiet character among the uh, she's very interested in the occult. Um, and she's also friends with Shiori, who we'll get to much later on. And uh, she doesn't necessarily have arguments with her grandmother. But her grandmother's like, I don't want you to have anything to do with that tourism here. So she's just kind of there as like, oh, cool. I'm going to go off and do it anyway. She's very quiet. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, any predictions for Riri?
0: Yes, the, uh, the main five I did make all predictions for. Yeah. All right,
1: what you got?
0: For Ririko, um, I kind of defaulted to characters who have played very stoic and very quiet uh, sheepish characters in the past. And so, so I uh, chose uh, either Jeremy Lee, who okay. she doesn't do a lot of broadcast dubs, but she pops in every now and then. And I also had Jade Saxton, because okay. she mm-hmm. plays a lot of characters who facially resemble um, Ririko in a lot of ways.
1: I actually went, I only had one, and I actually went, but Afia, you on this one. Because um, hmm. Afia has played quite stoic characters before as well. Um, and I also just want to see Afia in more larger roles, too, because she is phenomenal when she is. Mm-hmm.
2: Um,
4: Did other-
1: Gosick have
2: any... any uh- Sway on that. Oh,
4: shit, I forgot Ghost got dubbed. Shh,
2: we're not talking about that. Oh
3: that's that's for later. Fine. You, didn't say, that you yeah. didn't say the character though.
1: You didn't say the character though, so we're safe. We're yeah. safe.
0: We don't have to call out um, technical difficulties just yet.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's not, not a technical foul yet. yet.
0: We'll yet. be right back.
2: <laughs> Suddenly
0: <laughs>
3: we, gotta
2: wait,
1: we gotta wait until September when the second half comes up. And if Cliff Chapins listens to this, I'm sorry man. You have to wait. So does he team This episode happen so bad. He so wants does... this episode to happen
2: so bad. So <laughs> does team Kyoka though.
1: Uh, anyway, any other predictions aside from Party and I? Nope. Cricket.
0: Cricket. 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 <laughs> okay, I'll take that. Well, well who would you cast uh, otherwise? Let's let's put it that way. If okay. you hadn't been spoiled. Um oh.
4: I don't really know if it's a matter of who I would have cast it otherwise. It was just kind of, I was surprised with uh, Ririko of how Brina actually ended up playing her. Because I was... Mm-hmm.
1: Surprise, it's Brina Palencia, guys! Well, no,
4: but it's like, I, I'm listening <laughs> to it, and I'm just like... I know it's Brina, because I recognize the voice, but I'm like, I, I, I swear she's like channeling Rei Ayanami here. And I didn't actually get that from the Japanese at all. So I thought it was a very different kind of stoic and monotone performance that I wasn't yeah. expecting out of... Well, out of whoever they would have cast, at least of all Br- Brina. But... Right. So surprised!
1: Well, I mean, it's, it's Brina Palencia. Um, and real quickly, if... Just a few of the roles that she has done. She has been Bakano Snowy with the Red Hair, and Black Butler. Yeah.
0: It's, uh, it's Continuing on. It's funny that Art mentions Ray a- Ayanami because she was the new voice of Ray in the Evangelion yeah. movies. Taking oh, over. right. She yeah. was. Taking over from Amanda Wyn Lee, who was also very strangely, uh, you know, doesn't do. Yeah, no, do. I
4: haven't. Oh, yeah, no, I haven't yeah. really spent a lot of time with the Funimation Evangelion dub, or at least the yeah. replacements um, in mm-hmm. them. So, yeah, no, it didn't even occur to me that Barina was Raya and Ami. Shit, no, yeah. you're right.
0: Yeah, and in the old dub of Black Cat, she played Eve, which was a very similar, very quiet character. My,
1: I forgot about that. It's been forever since
2: I've seen Black Cat,
0: actually. Mm-hmm. It's
2: and on so, my shelf and I haven't watched it in years. Yeah.
0: And so that's, in my opinion, that is who I would compare it to, is those characters quiet characters like that and I think Ririko is cute when she gets flustered that's what I would have to say you know um she doesn't really say much and so it's an easy job but when she does try to say a bit more it's it's very endearing and is some of the funnier moments in the show like why does she dress up as a ninja
2: forgot that happened yes don't you dress up as a ninja when you go farming
0: well, I mean, yeah, but I mean,
2: don't you kink shame her? Okay. <laughs> I think that, that was the
1: beginning of episode five. Uh, no, not five, excuse me, eight. Eight,
2: eight. Mm-hmm. the newest one. Uh, I, I, and it's really, it is actually funny that Ark brings up Ray I and mean, because that's what it, it honestly does remind me of. Because I've seen, uh, two of the three, um, Funimation Ava films. I haven't seen the third one, AKA uh, Jerry Jewel puts on some fucking clothes. <laughs> Evangelion 3.33. Finally, somebody gave Jerry a shirt. <laughs> um, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> but, um, out of all five of the girls, I would actually say Ririko is my least favorite. Uh,
3: um,
2: uh, in terms of performance. And I don't know, again, if it's me or if it is because it's it's so close to, to Ray for me. And there are some lines that do come off as... A little bit stilted. I think there's one in um, episode 7 when her and um, Maki are talking in the um, the library and it came off as really robotic to me. And I, again it's probably my own personal preference. Uh, but I've liked other Braina roles a bit more than this one. However, it's not me saying that it's it's awful and terrible. It's actually really good. It's just again personal preferences. It's not my cup of tea.
0: Yeah.
2: Um. Maybe episodes down the line because I think the Japanese are in what episode thirteen?
0: Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's at the halfway and, point in Jap- in the Japanese podcast. Yeah. yeah.
2: And from what I've been told, episode ten is a lot about Ririko. Okay. Um. So maybe when I get to that, like um, a lot of this show, I may start liking it more when I get to a different point in the show but as of right now i don't think it's bad but it's not my personal cup of tea
0: yeah what i would say is she would not brina would not be my first choice for this character but i think when she does she does make it sound cute but i think Mm -hmm. for the most part she does have a tendency to be very robotic at times
1: yeah i'm kind of in the same boat because i wasn't too sure about brina at first either it's slowly growing on me but i can see what you're saying that there are some bits and pieces that might seem a
3: little stilted or maybe super at in time i don't
1: like, know
2: if we'll it's just th- me and hardy also thinking it's a little bit weird to jump from i don't know if it's me or maybe hardy especially when you're somebody who has binged watched 20 something episodes of fucking fairy tale yeah. lately. why jumping God. from her doing juvia yeah.
4: who
3: is literally on like tale. crack we're, cocaine
1: we're our, you're a fairy tale we're making ourselves suffer. it's great
4: yes well that's uh, actually 22. not the worst. I have a friend that not only marathoned through all of Fairy Tale in three months, they then decided to start over and do it again on a stream with other people Why? right afterwards. Because apparently least, they really like Fairy Tale.
0: Ark, I will tell you this, at least it's not three hundred and sixty six days of Bleach, which I personally went through and Why? I do not recommend that to anyone. So.
4: How? How did you even?
0: It was a leap year. We watched one episode every day for an entire year and we regretted it immensely at
2: How much did your liver regret it?
0: <laughs> I basically have a liquid crystal garden growing in my liver right now. You should bleach that shit out. <laughs> yes, if I shake my stomach, it makes it be like I can hear the clanking noises. So, <laughs> okay, back yeah. to the show.
2: Yeah, it sounds like Today. a wind
0: chime. <laughs>
2: okay Hardy no one wants to know that (laughs) (laughs) oh I'm I'm facepalming right now
0: next up
1: uh and anyway moving on
0: yeah are we skipping Uh, or do we not does anyone not have have any more opinions of the character I
1: think we've kind of stated them I think overall it's kind of mixed right like some of like some some of us really enjoy it they've been enjoying it even though it may not be have been our first choice right um but there are some bits and pieces there where it's mm-hmm. kind of still a little bit iffy. Yeah. But um. Well, we all anyway. we all have
0: our best girls, and now we're moving on to my choice for best girl.
1: I would almost agree with you, actually. Yeah. Um. Sanae, <laughs> Sanae Kozuki. Mm-hmm. Um, she is. I out of the five, I'm gonna assume she's the oldest among them.
3: Um, she, she's
1: the mom chan. She's kind of the mom-chan. The mom-chan. She already yeah. might actually
0: be she's either the same, Chan. the same age she, or Aunt older. Chan. Okay. Yeah, I would say she's aunt-chan, not mom-chan.
2: Okay. Also, is that a bug? <laughs> God damn it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah! um, so H, she is a web designer. Uh, she used to work for this big corporation in Tokyo. Uh, however, after basically working herself to the point where she gets sick... Uh, and then realizing that anyone could really do the job, do this job anyway, she decides to move out to this small rural town. She's been living here for about six months um, before she meets Yoshino, and uh, she starts helping them out the tourism board. Uh, she she was deemed the minister of IT um, among the five. So predictions for Sanae?
0: I had three let me see if I can... You go first. I need to see if I can remember, because it's been a few months since I made these predictions.
1: Okay. So, I actually had two. One of which, because sometimes you'll see directors put themselves in their own show. So, one of my choices was Caitlyn Glass.
3: Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: Uh, My other choice, uh, because it's kind of a more mature figure, though she does have her fun comedic moments, um... I kind of got vibes off of um, I don't remember her character's name in Show by Rock, but I kind of got vibes off of her, uh, and maybe a mix slightly of Bishamon from Origami. I actually picked Elizabeth Maxwell as my second choice.
0: Okay, for my three choices, I first one that came to mind was Jamie Markey. Okay. okay. Because she looks kind of like a lot of the characters that Jamie has played in the past. Sort of has the same mannerisms as well. Yeah, no, uh, I, I could
4: actually see Jamie doing a good job there.
0: Right. My second choice was Morgan Garrett. For many of the same yeah. reasons. Yeah. I can see that too. Yeah, she has played a lot of mom-chans and aunt-chans and big sister-chans and all that. And for my third choice, I thought of... I just wanted to pull something out of the air, and I thought of this: the day that the cast list was announced was also was was Elizabeth Maxwell. Cool. And so, So guess guess what? Yeah, we both got it right. Elizabeth
1: Maxwell. Okay. Um, So Elizabeth Maxwell, if you haven't seen, if you're not as too familiar with her, you've probably seen her in series such as Norgami, as previously mentioned before. My waifu. Uh,
2: As Megan's waifu.
1: Ghost in the Shell: Arise as the new Makoto Kusanagi, uh, the major. And she's also an Overlord. Which, again, by the way, Overlord, what the fuck?
0: Yeah. And And
2: for all of us playing Purse Owner 5, she's currently interrogating us, but please, (laughs) don't.
0: (laughs) I bet you never saw that coming, did you?
2: I'm pretty sure she's gonna kill you
1: now. (laughs) Anyway, how do we feel about
2: Elizabeth Maxwell Asana A? I think she did really,
4: really good, actually
2: a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth uh, Maxwell, like, constantly surprises me with, like, the characters she plays, because the first thing we ever I ever heard her as was Ymir in Attack on Titan. Right. And then I watched Noragami, where she can basically be my queen and goddess any day. Yeah, because Bishamon's um,
4: like, the best. The, yeah. the yeah. literal best.
2: Yes. Yeah, and, and season two was literally a masterclass in ripping out your heart and stomping on it. Mm. Yes. <laughs>
0: It gave, oh. you, it gave me the ugly cries.
2: <laughs> so many ugly cries. So much ugly crying that season. That whole season was ugly crying, mm-hmm. the anime. <laughs> oh my god. Ebisu didn't fucking deserve that. Ebisu um, didn't deserve that. Anyway. Uh, but no, she is fantastic in this, and I think some of my favorite parts. Is how quick her like temper can change sometimes. Yeah. Um, going from being really calm to like screaming about bugs. Uh, but my personal favorite one comes in episode seven when they're all drinking, and um, Yoshino falls asleep with the beer in her hand. (laughs) And it's just like she's talking. Oh my god! She's like, did she fall asleep with the beer? She's
4: got a vice grip.
2: Like, this whole sequence was amazing. Just, <laughs> we've all been in that situation where we need to take the beer from your sleeping front, and we've all been to cons. Right.
1: I mean, a big thing I also enjoyed from um, Elizabeth Maxwell, she kind of has her own mini-arc um, when they go into the wood carving district for a couple of episodes, because this is where we kind of see a bit more of Sana'e. Kind of, kind of like, yeah, I did kind of run away from Tokyo just to come here, and that whole thing. And she kind of, the fact that she is told by this, by this apprentice woodcutter who basically left the city because he wanted to do this, compared to Sanae just running away, that really hits. That really hit her hard, and I can kind of feel that a little bit at times, which is really good um, for Elizabeth Maxwell. Oh I
2: yeah, that's remember. when she gets yelled at by David Wald. Yes. For <laughs> Yes.
0: That's an honor, by the way. You know, <laughs> you know, many actors have gone their entire lives just wanting to be yelled at by David Wald. So just be
2: a fairy tale, and then God's can yell at them. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Then the best fairy tale character can yell at them. Yes, God's <laughs> is the best character, bar none. Also, um, B. One of my friends is about to watch *Experiments Lane from the first oh, time on my Facebook. God rest shit, his soul. Well, fuck. Um,
1: But yeah, I I know I personally, I really enjoyed Elizabeth uh, Maxwell's performance. I think it was probably one of the stronger ones uh, from the show so far to me.
0: It it took a bit of getting used to in my personal case, because it isn't the voice that I normally associate with characters like that. But now that we're a few episodes in and she's really made the character her own, I really dig it.
1: Like, again, like, adult kind of figure. adult aunt kind of figure. Again, I instantly thought of Elizabeth Maxwell. And, um... Because I came off of Fuca, where she played a high schooler. Now, that was a trip and a
3: half. <laughs> uh... <laughs>
0: well, I mean, you should see her play, um... in either Cannon Busters, where she plays, the, like, a tiny little android. Or, uh... She's in Breath of the Wild, the new Legend of Zelda game, where she plays, like, a 12-year-old princess. So...
2: She also plays fucking Step-On-Me Camel Driver.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. She plays them both. Yeah, both of the uh, incarnations of the Gerudo hero, she plays both of them. So
1: Video games, that's where you lose me. Mm-hmm. Anyway.
0: We're bringing
4: video <laughs> but, games up again very soon.
1: Very soon. Oh, yay. Um, any other thoughts on Elizabeth Maxwell's performance of Sonic?
4: Besides, it was great. It's good.
1: <laughs> we good, fam. We good, fam. So, moving on, we're gonna talk about Maki Midorikawa. Uh, she is an actress who... I, it, I don't think it explicitly says that she came she came back to the small town from Tokyo. Um, but she lived, she grew up in this small town, uh, left to pursue acting, but she kind of gets stuck in this rut a little bit, and she kind of leaves that and comes back here. Um, and she what was she do the
2: minister of handy women or something
0: something like she's that like, she's like yeah. she's
2: like they're they're like i don't know what to do fuck it medora Kawa, can you do this yeah okay yeah
0: <laughs> she's really awesome as a tree by the way yeah yes. she's yes. like the best tree
1: best tree <laughs> that is the
0: best tree ever man
1: best tree uh, predictions She also for has Maki. daddy issues. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, she also has daddy issues. Uh, predictions for Maki.
0: Oh, yeah. I had two of them, and Megan's gonna like my predictions a lot. Um, Wait, what? For, for Maki. Um, because I actually chose two. I chose Alex Moore. Yeah! And I chose, uh, Morgan Berry. Double yeah! <laughs> yeah, because they've both played characters similar to Maki in Temperament and, um... And just overall aesthetic. Just
2: cast Alex more and more shit, especially where she gets to be fucking crazy.
0: So basically, Megan, you want to cast Alex more?
2: God damn it. Dad Ow! jokes.
0: Dad jokes.
2: This is what every day I hope and pray that I'm adopted. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, wait. I am.
1: <laughs> um... I'm going to piggyback off of your predictions, Hardy, because I actually had the two Morgans. So I also had Morgan Barry. But I also had Morgan Garrett as well. Because Morgan Garrett has also also played similar characters like this before, uh, and I figured this would be a good fit here too. Lo and behold, though, surprise, surprise.
2: Surprise, motherfucker!
1: (laughs) Surprise, motherfuckers, (laughs) is Leah Clark! who you've probably seen in series such as Bach and Tess, Eden of the East, and Maria the Virgin Witch. Woo! And
2: Ms. as Ms. Kobayashi, of course.
1: Going into thoughts and how we feel about the, the performances, I think Leah's performance is probably either my first or second favorite.
4: Of- See... For me, I had the problem not so much with uh, Leah's performance of Maki, but more so Maki as a character? I don't really yeah, like I mean, Maki as a character all that much, so I was kind of, uh, less engrossed in the performance, because I was just like, eh, okay. She was a very cute tree, though. <laughs>
1: Such a graceful
4: Trust a graceful tree. Tree. Yeah,
1: I, I I can understand, because, um...
4: You the, weep that willow,
2: Maki!
1: <laughs> that whole arc during the shooting of the film that they were doing there, um... I don't want to call it out of left field, but it wasn't exactly developed very well. I mean
2: to be I
3: think, fair,
1: I kind of feel like Leah did perform bit,
3: <clears throat> perform
1: what they gave her rather well. It's just that you're right, Arc the character self is a little bit off in terms of development.
2: Well, I think it doesn't help that half of her arc was also upended by Shiori.
1: That too in the house. basically they basically threw in another side arc for one of the girls in there Yeah, team. That doesn't help much. Because all of a sudden, when we get to episode 8, we're more focused on Shiori now.
2: Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you were going to try to bridge the arcs, I feel like it could have been a little more cleanly done, but that's a Japanese production thing, not Leah Clark's sure. no. acting. Right, exactly. She's still a graceful Tree. though. Yes, best tree. Best tree. This, the, the last couple of seasons, though, are teaching me that Leah Clark should also be feared as an actress. Oh. And by feared, I mean respected, because not only is she, she Kobayashi, yes. and then she does Maki, it's I... God, and those two are gonna yell at me more. I have gone from watching her play out of work, down on her luck actor, to occasionally drunk maid, maid fetish dragon wife, human dragon relationship mom, Mm -hmm. to a little boy who is scared of his own shadow all in, like, the course of the last couple months. Yeah. And
4: it's Well, she said, like, pretty scary range, too. Like, the first time I ever heard it was back when Soul Eater first came out and she did Blair. And that yeah. was a yeah. pretty charismatic start there.
0: Well, yeah, then... let's also not forget the amazing role she did in Dead Man Wonderland. I knew it was
2: coming! <laughs> oh, sweet baby yes. I knew this was coming! Which,
0: And I <laughs> quote, and you here know. here we go
2: again. Like you always do. Why Every time Leah g- Clark comes up, this has to be yes. said.
0: Why don't you go jack off into a bottle of formaldehyde and call it our firstborn? <sighs> yeah.
2: She's a tiny boy with tigers and token Ronbo and it's fucking adorable. Oh, um, <laughs> But no, I really, I think she also maybe like makes me like Maki a little more as a character. I can definitely agree with what you guys said, that her character arc is really, like, out of freaking nowhere in episodes uh, seven and eight. No, six and seven. Sorry, six and seven. Um, and I do feel like she's not my favorite role, but I do have to give Leah Clark props for her acting on it. Because I feel like out of all of the girls, maybe outside of uh, Rivico, because we haven't gotten to her arc yet, she works with not some of the best material. Yeah. And I feel like if the right actress wasn't on there, they could have not really salvaged that arc very well.
0: Yeah. Personally, I like Leah Clark as an actress just fine. I'm not sure if she would be my first choice for this particular role. Uh, because... Whereas with Morgan Berry and with Alex Moore, they kind of have a rock star persona. Mm-hmm. And that and Maki gives off that type of air. And I'm not sure if Leah really steps up to that sort of rock star persona.
1: Well, you've um, also got to kind of remember, it may, she may give off that air that she's a rock star, but really mm-hmm. she's not.
0: Kinda true, that, that is that very part. true.
3: Because
1: again, she runs away from trying to be this really well-known actress she kind of runs back home gotcha. so she may carry she may have that persona that air about her but she's actually not so I think that's probably why I really enjoy it so much because Maki does have this facade um, and you and you don't exactly expect someone likely at Clark to voice a character like this again it kind of goes back to versatility and I can appreciate that um, but she manages to play Essentially the mask that Maki wears rather well, I think, and given Given the circumstance of the character itself and what she has been doing so far, what she's been given I think it's really solid, honestly. Any other thoughts before we move on?
3: Get on with it!
1: (laughs) Get on with it! We're down to two. All right, and then there were two (laughs) Shiori Shinomiya uh, she is, She works for the tourism bureau She is one of the first girls that uh, Yoshino actually meets when she gets to This small town uh, uh, Shiori also grew up here Along with Ririko and Maki uh, And you can kind of The best way to describe her character Is like the cutesy innocent kind of like oh, The small town you? girl Small town girl exactly
0: Living in a lonely world <laughs> oh, god yeah. At yeah. least she's
2: not singing the whole song
0: yeah, well, I mean, yet, you know, anyway. basically Shiori is Waifu-chan. Essentially, pretty much. yeah. Essentially. Yeah.
2: Uh, predictions
1: for Shiori.
4: So, oddly enough, I actually have one. Although, the person I have is predictions. I have no idea if she actually does broadcast ups, because I don't pay enough attention. Okay. But, my prediction would have been Lucy Christian. She, she does, does. Okay.
0: Rarely. Uh, she, she is a uh, taco um,
2: in uh, My Girl. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's basically one of the few that she does. Is um, yeah. As she and she was in another one, I believe. I think she was in. She was the, she reprised her role as the narrator in Kamisama Kiss Two. I Yes, believe.
3: she did.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like she has done a few more, but it's probably more like smaller things mm-hmm. on
0: occasion.
1: Right. Um. Hardy, would do you want
3: to go next?
0: I I did. I have. I had two. Uh, Shiori kind of. No offense to the actresses when I uh, when I say this, but she kind of gave me uh, vibes as kind of an airhead.
1: Oh, I know where this mm-hmm. is going, and I think I did the exact same thing.
0: And the actresses who came to my mind once again: Monica Rial in a her little girl voice—not little, but you know, normal voice.
3: And I, uh, <laughs> my problem
0: with yeah. Monica
4: on, on that particular front is that she already does kind of feel a li- little bit older of a character. Like I thought she was about yeah, equivalent like... in age to Sane, so not that Monica couldn't have done it, but probably wouldn't have been my first choice. No. Yeah.
0: yeah well, okay. she's older in a, she's she's a bit of an older character, but she's a very she's still very youthful at mm-hmm. heart. And as a result, my second choice was Tia Ballard.
1: I'm going to kind of piggyback off of that. I also actually had Tia Ballard for pretty much the exact same reasons as you did. But also because Sakura Quest and Royal Tutor were the last two simul dubs that I started mm. watching. So I watched all the other shows that I was interested in seeing before that. One, of course, being Alice in Zoroku, uh, where Tia voices Sana'e for that show, and kind of gave me similar vibes here as Shiori.
0: They're um, very, very similar characters. Yep, very similar yeah.
1: characters. So, Tia was actually my second choice here, um, and my first choice actually, once again, I actually had Caitlin Glass here, because um, Caitlin has played similar role, similar characters to this before in the past, um, and the whole thing with directors, sometimes pretty much not, like, seven times out of ten, they'll put themselves in the show somewhere. Mm -hmm. Um, And I would imagine because, again, Shiori and Sanae were probably the two roles that I would imagine Kate putting herself into if she really wanted to. Uh, Lo and behold, Shiori Shinomiya is voiced by Miss Tia Ballard, whom, if you have not heard of this wonderful individual before, uh, of course, just as mentioned, she is in Alice in Zoroku. She's also in Blood Blood, Blood, Blockade Battlefront, as well as Garo the Animation. Now
3: and Tia.
0: she's happy.
1: <laughs> Here we go again.
3: Ah. Now, more
1: dad jokes. Now th- this was the first note I wrote down when I was like initially watching the show. Tia is as a- is as adorable as I expected. Mhm. I love it every second of it.
0: She yeah, is... I mean she's waifu chan. <laughs> she's, you know, basically she is the she's basically the mom of the group of the five girls. So
2: essentially, yes. I Mm -hmm. like when she gets drunk in episode (laughs) 7. She just starts grabbing onto uh, Ririko, and I think she's like, I'll make you a wife! (laughs) But I don't know, was she drunk on alcohol or water? She had a water glass during that
0: scene.
3: She's probably hitting straight
0: vodka. Vodka. You mean. Yes. Straight vodka. In Soviet... In the Soviet, Soviet Russia, Russia, vodka drink you!
2: God, Remember, the smaller the town, the more your alcohol limit increases.
0: Oh, yes.
2: about to say, we've stooped so low to go
1: with Russia jokes. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, how the mighty have fallen. I'm
4: quite always. sure
0: this ain't even close to how low we could go.
2: <laughs> we can go lower, trust we can me. can go lower, probably.
0: You haven't heard, Shark, you haven't heard the Shimonetta episode. It can go very. <laughs> oh, please. Diabolic
2: Lovers More Blood makes that look like a fucking G rated movie. Yeah, honestly. Just just wait and see. And well, that one has, the... like, a 20 minute gap where, like, someone's internet went out. Oh, um, <laughs> yes
3: <laughs> But,
2: You're uh. A sweet Lord. No, I, I like, uh. Shiori. And I have to mention this because. Damn if we're not talking about this character. And I know Ark hasn't heard episode 8. Fucking Felicia Angeal does about the best close match to Tia Howard I've ever heard in my life as her yes. sister. It was terrifying.
1: Yeah, it was terrifying.
2: <laughs> Honestly.
1: Like I, kn- like, I knew instantly it was her. Like, I picked on it rather quickly. But at the same time, it's very, very close to
2: Tia. And it's like, holy crap. But no, I also mm-hmm. think she really captures, like, the voice of... S- Like, you know that kind of stereotypical voice a lot of people associate with, like, people who live in, like, smaller rural areas compared to, like, somebody from the city? Like, I guess, like, the difference between somebody who lives in upstate New York and, like, a New York City accent?
3: Mm.
2: Like, how I have, like, relatively no accent because I didn't grow up in the city, but, like, if you heard both of my parents speak, you would instantly know that they were from the city. And I think that I, Tia does a good job in capturing that.
1: Another thing that, personally, I think that Tia does rather well, because um, we've been describing Shiori as the uh, small-town girl. Um, and I kind of I kind of relate to that, essentially, because I grew up in the middle of bumfuck nowhere.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, I've been there. It's nice. On the weekends. <laughs> no, the weekends are
4: actually uh, the yeah. absolute worst time to go. Yeah.
1: Yes, honestly, it is. Especially in the summer. Oh, goddamn. Um... But I can. But a lot of the small town mentality and vibes that you might get from the show, a lot of it comes from Shiori, and a lot of it I can relate to, having growing, having grown up in a small town and having left that small town. (laughs) Um, So I can kind of relate to it. uh, And the whole going back to the whole bit with the whole house burning thing Mm -hmm. that was going on during the movie, I personally have not had a similar case happen to me before, but I could still feel her. I still feel bad for her cuz it's like one of those things where it's like if my grandparents passed away and someone decided to tear down their house I would be very sad I mean to an extent because my my parents my mom and my stepdad uh, when we built our new house when I was in high school um, I was kind of sad that I moved out of the house that I grew up in and then because we basically built the new house behind the old one and watching it, unfortunately the new tenants that came into it watching it kind of deteriorate deteriorate over time and just turn into a mess and a dump is kind of depressing to me it, I, so I can understand that this it's a similar, kind of a similar situation um, to what Shiori goes through during the whole filming of the movie so a lot of the small town vibes and the small town mentality and stuff that she goes through, I kind of relate to it, and I think Tia portrays it very, very well, having that small town girl vibe, uh, and it's very believable to me. So I, I think, I think Tia is probably my favorite performance out of the bunch, honestly.
0: Okay. Wow.
1: Small town. You. You. Uh, you Don't even get me started about grad school, because when we talked about plays and theater criticism involving small towns, frickin', um... Oh, God.
0: Were you the tree, (laughs) Lilac?
1: I was not the tree.
0: Did you want to be the tree?
1: No, whenever we talk... (laughs) I want to be the damn tree. No, when we were talking (laughs) about, um... What what was the... Uh, Anton Chekhov. Some of his plays. We were talking criticism because he always had like a small town mentality. All of a sudden, my professor would always come to me about that. After one time, analyze the cherry
2: tree.
1: Not, no, not. We didn't analyze the cherry tree. It was um, which we were talking about Uncle Vanya. That's what I'm thinking of. uh, The one time I talked about small town mentality in a group in a class setting, where basically everyone but me was. was from the large city? All of a sudden, we every time that topic gets brought up, it's like, well, I bet Stephanie knows a lot more about that. Can you tell us? I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> one time. But, um.
2: Sorry. Yeah, I'm Harry not your order. tech support.
1: not your tech support.
2: Go away. <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm gonna I don't know. Go dump yourself in the middle of nowhere and learn.
3: Learn. Yes.
1: Learn. But, yeah, I really enjoyed Tia's performance of, um, of Shiori. Me. Was there any other thoughts or opinions on Miss Tia Ballard before we move on? I think we're good. We are on our final character, Miss Yoshino Koharu.
0: Yay! Uh,
1: she she is essentially our lead yay. for the series. I,
0: I think we I know think who Arc's best, best girl, girl is. We yeah. know who Art's best girl is. Yay! So. <laughs> but he's got mail!
2: Arc, one yay for waifu. Two yays for the best girl. Just yay three times. <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
1: uh, so Yoshino, uh, is essentially our main character of the entire show. She, When we first meet her, she's in Tokyo, she's trying to get a
2: job, she's fresh out of college. Um. A.K.A. the realest scene any, <laughs> some of us have ever watched. Oh, God. Have, being, being,
1: uh, Turned away from uh, 32 jobs.
4: Uh... Only 32? (laughs) This ain't realistic at all.
1: (laughs) uh, (laughs) No, not the least. No, no, no! I need
4: you to up that to 100.
1: Yeah, but um, she suddenly gets a call from essentially this modeling agency that she worked for when she was in college to get a little extra money, Um, and she's told about this opportunity to be some town's queen. So she goes finds out that it's actually not supposed to be her, but this pop star that died years ago.
4: Cause that's <laughs> that, an interesting um, twist that likes. nobody saw coming. Cause no. who would make that well,
1: mistake? At least. Exactly. But um eventually she ends up staying even after like after finding out it's a year long contract and she tries to run
2: away then decides to stay. So we did find out that, in fact, the bus does run
3: through here. <laughs> yes. Uh.
2: But, uh,
1: she's essentially the queen of this small town for the year, and she's helping the, uh, tourism bureau try to drum up, uh, basically tourists, um, into this small town. Uh, predictions for Miss Yoshino! I only had one, and mine kind of comes with a story, so I want to go last.
0: Okay. I had no one. I had two, I uh, I kind of went for the obvious and um, typecasting uh, for facial and facial fixtures and characters who look similar to this character. Um, whenever you have a pink-haired Carol in anime, there are really only two names that pop up initially for me, and those are Felicia Angel and Megan Shipman.
3: Reasonable
0: Be- because. They are well known for playing pink haired Moe girls. And so that's who I predicted for Yoshino.
1: So, my prediction for Yoshino. So, I got half spoiled, similar half spoiled. to the Micah Solisod. Kind of. Similar to the Micah Solisod royal tutor incident. Um, so, AKA
2: why we aren't allowed to go on Facebook anymore.
1: <laughs> or, in my case, Instagram. So. I was rummaging through Instagram one day uh, and I was going through Instagram stories and there's one actress that I follow on Instagram and one of her stories was she was she took a picture of she took a selfie of herself in the booth uh, and the caption was first day on soccer (laughs) Quest." That was Brina Mm Palencia. So I knew she was in the show. Mm -hmm. I just didn't know where. So when I was looking at all the characters and figuring out if Brina was in the show, where would she, would be? she be?
4: And Yoshino you thought it was, was Yoshino. The one yeah, no, I can agree. actually see yeah, I can see Brina having done Yoshino.
1: Yeah. So I assumed, okay, Brina usually has a lot of energy when it comes to her characters. Yoshino has probably the most Dead energy of anyone. out of any of these five main girls. So instantly my brain went, Brina Valencia. Obviously that didn't happen. She's Ririko. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead, who we have also an uh, actress who has boundless energy, Miss Alexis Tipton,
4: yay,
1: whom, whom, you have yay! Seen, whom you have seen in series such as Akka, Noragami, and Space Dandy. So,
4: also, if you play video feel- games, you might recognize oh, her as the done. voice of Pascal from Nier Automata, because Pascal is great.
1: Ta-da! <laughs> so, how do we feel about Alexis and um, her performance as Yoshino?
2: <laughs> it's comfortable
0: Art- with the job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. Art. She's your your best girl. Why don't you go first? So,
4: it, it's kind of weird because this is one of those ones where I, I almost kind of wish I watched the dub first because listening to Ayaka Nanase do the voice of Yoshino in, in the Japanese dub, she just kind of fit so well for me. So when I heard Alexis do the do the voice, I. I would say she did an extremely good job, and I did enjoy listening to her. But it just felt off because I, I just kind of felt like Ayaka absolutely nailed the character perfectly. It, it's like one of those times where you hear a voice and you're just like, "That is perfect. This 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 person is perfect for the role. Nobody can ever top it." Wow. And then you have someone who does a really damn good closeness to
0: it, but just isn't isn't quite there. Is it sort of like a Haruhi Mia sort of situation? No, I think
4: it's more of an Okabe Rintaro sort of thing. Mm, okay, mm. I see what you're saying. So, like, with Okabe Rintaro, Mamoru Miyano did the best fucking Okabe ever. Nobody can be Okabe better than Mamoru Miyano. John-, John Michael Tatum tried. Bless his heart, he tried, and he did a damn good job, but he is just not Mamoru Miyano.
2: Yes. To be fair, it's 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 Miyano who is insanely talented and I don't think has anybody in the English language that's the equivalency yeah. equivalent well, to
0: him. Uh, forgive me. Wasn't Miyano also the voice of Koro Sensei? No, no, that is Jun okay. Fukiyama. Okay. I I, I think no. uh, Fukiyama does show up just
4: does show up a lot, but in the case of Koro Sensei, I actually think that the English was far better. Personal opinion. Yeah.
2: yeah, Sunny Strait, Yes. Yeah, Sunny no, Strait no, was so me. goddamn good. So Sunny Strait was fucking perfect. I'm sorry. Okay. And I'm with you as somebody who does also, I would say definitely more than Hardy, who does appreciate a lot of really good save mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. Um, Megan I, is I, Megan is dubbed the save trash is of the save trash so. is the save trash can. Um, and I actually find it really funny because now that you mentioned um. The Seiyu's name. This is actually probably this is only her third yeah, role. Yeah, she's going, done very little, which she's... is like
4: I think maybe one of the reasons hmm. for me that helped a lot because she's only had a couple of supporting roles. She did like a main character in Servamp that I never watched, so who the hell cares?
2: Don't watch Servamp; it's a bad <laughs> show. I know, but it's like
4: so when she came in in Soccer Quest, I had never heard her before. And when you, you have a character and a voice actor or actress that you've never heard before, and they just nail a character, that's the one you will remember for, like, the rest of time. So anytime I hear Nana say, I, from now on, Yoshino is what's going to pop into my head.
2: No, and I'm, I'm absolutely the same way for uh, Natsuki Hayane. Because to me, I've watched countless times. I've watched Tokyo Ghoul in the Japanese, and to me, like, he will always be Kaneki mm-hmm. to me. Because he was so fucking good yeah. in that. And even then, at that point, he was fairly new. I think the the biggest show he had done, he had a little bit more than, um, oh my god, I'm blanking on names and we just said it, um, than Nanasei-san had. He had at least had Nagi no Asakura as the lead in Nagi, as in In a Well in the Sea. Mm-hmm. Right. But for me, I feel bad because I didn't get the time to actually watch the sub before the dub came out because I was really, really busy at that point, not as busy as you, so I can't say I was busy compared to you. But I can see where you're coming from because I like Alexis in this a mm-hmm. lot. Yeah, I wouldn't say she's my favorite, um, because I've I've heard Alexis Tipton and other things, and to me, my favorite Alexis Tipton role of all time is always going to be Kofuku in Origami. <laughs> yes, because she was she was fantastic. Yeah. She's Diafeat. cute. She's is just Cute. fucking she really... amazing,
4: dub cast wise. Yes, like the show itself is also yeah. really good, but like the dub sold Noragami is... to me so much. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I and I'm someone too who actually likes the subcast of Noragami because it does have uh, Hiroshi Kamiya as Yato, mm-hmm. um, and it does have. Okay, I'm not fond of Yuki Kaji because Yuki is in like fucking everything in Japan. <laughs> Like, to the point where apparently other Seiyus joke about that. Because um, if you don't know me, my two favorite male you are Natsuki Haine and Ono Kencho. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, yay, Ono Kencho, and his adorable face. Um, but I really think that Alexis does a good job here. I wouldn't say she's the strongest out of the five girls. I'm probably going to give a- Elizabeth that mm-hmm. one. Because I really like Elizabeth as Sane the most. But it's not bad, but it, it it might be because of the show or the fact that I don't feel like I relate to Koharu yet, especially as somebody who is around the same age as her and the same gender and kind of coming into the same place. Um, but I, I think again that she's not bad, but maybe if I heard the Japanese, I'm pretty sure I might have the same reaction Ark had with the
0: mm-hmm. character. Well, my reaction is, I think that performance is good. I probably would have given someone else the role just for the sake of variety. Because we've heard Alexis in so many lead roles, um, it would have been nice to hear someone else do a spin on it. Um, not that Alexis Tipton did bad. I think she did a great job. I just probably would have given it to someone else.
2: Who would you have given it to?
0: Well, like I said, someone more like Felicia Angel or Megan Shipman. Uh, I know that they've been in their fair share of lead roles as well, but we've not nearly as many as Alexis. And I would like to hear sort of a fresh spin or different take on it.
1: I know for me, because one, one of the few notes I wrote down was, um, Alexis does bring in a lot of energy and spunk to Yoshino's character. Which is exactly what Yoshino needs because she's very energetic, um, and very gung ho. But I think a good amount of the problem that I have is with the character itself.
4: Hmm. Okay.
1: Because Yoshino did grow up in a small town.
4: Yes. And then she left. Didn't like it.
1: Exactly. So to me, I can kind of see like parallels for myself in Yoshino, but. How she handles herself is very different because I know for me when I go home, because it's very rare for me to go home sometimes, and um, I can at least appreciate, like growing up in this small town. I know I wanted to get out of it as <laughs> humanly possible, but like it doesn't hurt sometimes that if when you're able to go back to it and you kind of appreciate like the quiet and just. ...getting a chance to kind of, like, relax and calm down compared to the bustling big city. So, I mean, I have an appreciation of going back home. Yoshino doesn't.
4: I kind of I kind of wish what she had was a bit more time to actually kind of let us um, get into her, her yeah. head a bit more. Because in the very, like, first couple of episodes, she was very hard, no, I want to go home. And yeah. it was a very quick swap and heel turn to suddenly, yeah. oh, no, I love yep. it here, I'm going to do my best.
1: Yep, that's, that's the part that I can't really believe, and that's more on the fault of the character, yeah. I
2: think. Uh, it, I think that's a good place to kind of transition into final
4: thoughts. Yeah.
1: Probably. Uh, so, final thoughts on the dub of Sakata Quest and how he feels so far. Who wants to go first?
4: I'll go first.
2: Uh, I guess, oh, do you yes. want to first arc, or uh, I?
4: I can go first. Um, I really do yeah. like the dub of the show, but the only kind of problem I have is more so a, a personal problem in that I really love the show. So, me watching the rest of the dub because I watched it for um, this cast. I probably won't continue the dub for a while, probably because I just want to finish the show. And then next time I end up like watching the show with someone else, or just need to rewatch it myself for a video, or who knows what, then I will go back and watch the dub because the dub is very enjoyable. But it's not like I'm not gonna sit and wait for the show. Or, or for the dub to catch up to the show because I want to continue watching the show but I can't really I, I'm not one that really likes watching the same show kind of twice over both in sub and dub I'm not one to usually mm-hmm. do that I'll just pick one and stick with it um, so then I don't like get confused and then it's right. weird <laughs> So yeah that's, maybe that's, that's simply what...
1: what I do except I more stick with the dub stuff because me it's like I don't want to get confused but I also don't have time to do Two ship do one yeah. show twice. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my so, reasoning for just
0: sticking with one, but so maybe once it comes out on home video you'll give the dub a second oh, yeah. shot. If not before. Yeah. Okay.
2: Well. Um, I actually think I'm in the opposite position of, of Arc where I'm I'm okay waiting for the dub because I still don't know one hundred percent how I feel about mm-hmm. the show. Um I I think it's a good it's a great show. It's not it's far from being even mid tier. This is probably going to be someone's anime of the year out there. Probably. Like it, it,
0: Looking at you, contender. Miles. Probably Miles. Yeah. Like Miles. yeah, looking at you, Miles.
2: We, we, no, sure, remember kids, remember kids, if you say uh if you insult Shiribako three times in a mirror, Miles will come out and smack you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had to get that in there, I'm sorry. Um I really and I don't know if there was a lot of hype behind this show for me, just from people I know who enjoyed Shirabako and enjoy PA Works as an animation studio that I was super excited to watch this show and then I was like really surprised at myself for not being into it, to which I, I contribute part, part maybe to hype and for me having another show that I like that is relatively similar to this uh, in Silver Spoon, they have a bit of a same vibe to it. I wouldn't call them like a one-for-one one match. Um, I'll probably wait for the dub. It makes it really enjoyable. Are there a couple of like little casting things here and there? Maybe some dialogue that I wish was changed? Yes, but this is far from being a bad simuldub at all. I've heard worse. I've been on worse shows this season. <laughs> yes. Uh, we don't talk about that one show. Even though the cast and... Um, I think Caitlin does a really good job, and I like that you can tell her passion for this Mm -hmm. project, which is great when you have a director on a show that they truly love and that they truly respect because it does come through in the final product. So um, I will uh, finish this up when the dub is done, um, and I really hope to see where it goes from there.
0: Yeah. No, I've actually been really, really enjoying the show in particular, and for no reason in particular. You know, I just... Because I did not watch Hanasaka Iroha. <gasps> I did not watch Shirobako <sighs> before this, either. I, I know everyone's like, you need to watch Shirobako! I'm like, when I get around to it... I haven't seen it either. Yeah. I haven't seen it either, if helps, so people are going to yell you. You and
2: Miles can punish us later, Ark. Our...
0: And I think the reason... <laughs> the reason why I'm so quick to watch this in in comparison to the other two shows is because it was dubbed, unlike the other two. And, um, and yeah, you can definitely tell that there are some casting choices I probably don't necessarily agree with, but even so, all the performances are well done, uh, the writing is up to par, and like I said at the beginning, you know, you can tell a good dub... If, if, if there's really nothing wrong with it. If you don't really have any major complaints, then why start? And so, yeah, I've I've been enjoying the show just as a show in general. For no particular reason, it's just fun. And is it just me? Or does anyone else kind of get... kind of think of TLC's No Scrubs from the first few notes of the ending song? That doodly de- Doodly ding. Doodly, I, that ding. Doodly ding. That might that's just
2: Doodly That's probably just, just you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, no. Now that
1: song's going to jump in my head. Thanks. Appreciate just, it. Well, just,
0: yeah, just listen to the Hurry. two. Listen to the <laughs> two songs and, and the, the few guitar notes at the very beginning. It is kind of kind of similar. <laughs> anyway,
1: just saying. Anyway. um, So... I kind of feel like I have a lot of personal... I should have a lot of personal attachments to this show. Again, the whole small town vibe thing comes into mind here. And it's... It, the, there are parts of the show that are relatable. I think the dub is really solid. Again, it's really... It's, again, like Megan said, it really helps when the director behind it is very passionate about it. And Caitlin Glass is usually passionate about every single show she does. Mm-hmm. So that's not a problem. Yeah.
2: Honestly, she is. <laughs>
1: I think... More of the fault that I have is with more on the Japanese side and with character development. Um, because characters like Maki, like Shiori, um, they have these interesting storylines, but they're not developed very well. They're either rushed or they come out of left field in the case of, to to some extent, Shiori, um, but more Maki. but. Um, And then there's also ones where they do a complete heel-toe turn, like Yoshino over here. (laughs) But that's probably my larger problem with the show, is the actual character development. Um, which, luckily it doesn't really affect the dub, because the performances from here, they do well with what they're given. It's not one of those cases where they're given it, but they don't do it very well, which is good. Um... But honestly, this is this dub is a very solid one. Uh, I'm probably going to keep watching it week to week. I'm very glad I finally caught up to the, um, with the damn thing last night. Because now I can watch it week to week. Because <laughs> this is the one show I haven't been following week to week. Because I wanted to make sure I had like the show fresh in my mind before doing this episode.
0: Um, but why does she dress up as a ninja?
1: Because fuck you, that's why. <laughs>
0: Fair enough, fair enough. (laughs)
1: Um, So, on that note, if you are interested in seeing the series Sakura Quest, uh, it is available both on Crunchyroll, the Japanese version is on Crunchyroll, as well as the English dub is available on the Funimation Now, uh, both the website and the app. Uh, If you are interested in either one of those, they both have 14-day free trials, um, but uh, kind of like we always let people know about uh, if you don't like the service At the end of the trial Cancel it Because they do ask for credit card information And if you don't cancel it They'll start pulling money from your account The
0: nerve
2: <laughs> I know right But um, How dare they make a profit off you Yes, <laughs> yes. But,
0: They should all be like that site we don't talk about And just give it to us for mm-hmm. free
1: Oh fuck that one site But um, yes. as you can clearly tell From all the four of us here it's honestly worth it <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, we do like the services very very much. Um, in terms of shelling ourselves up and plugging ourselves and the things that we do... Uh, Ark since you are the guest of the Hello. evening would you like to go first sir? Sure.
4: Again my name is Ark if you've never heard of me well that that's a thing um, I do a YouTube series <laughs> called Glass <laughs> Reflection you can just go to youtube.com slash glass reflection and that'll be me hi i'm also on twitter i sometimes say funny things and retweet funnier things because that's how i roll and yeah i've been doing this for a long ass time hope to continue to do this for a long ass time <laughs>
2: All right, who's if it this? wasn't for his ass doing things for a long-ass time, we wouldn't have this show. Yeah. Quite honestly, yes. <laughs> well, yeah.
0: Yeah. Because
1: <laughs> the three of it... us here, myself, Hardy, and Megan, met on the D2 Brigade forums God. of all places.
0: Desu desu for life, baby. Oh, lord. Get anyway. tattooed into your flesh. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh... uh. My name is Spaceman Hardy. I uh, I don't run any sort of review site or anything like that. I uh, I am, however, on the Twitters. You can follow me at Spaceman Hardy. I do a lot of angry rants and post a lot of Final Fantasy VII pictures and a lot of goats. A saying. lot of what'd you say?
1: You do too many angry rants.
0: Just say it. I know. I know. I need, you need to come
3: stop down. it. <laughs>
0: Uh, it's not my fault anime strike is the abomination upon mankind but whatever um no and uh but what i am i also (laughs) am a forum moderator over at the funimation forum so if you do decide to sign up for funimation now so you can watch the dub of sakura quest also come drop by our forums i will greet you happily uh we are a bit a bit of a motley crew over there but we all have a good time and come by say hello and uh maybe talk some anime with us sometime
2: uh my name is uh, yeah my name is megan and i run a series of slaughterhouses no, <laughs> not, <again. laughs> I'm not bringing that up again no my name is megan you can follow me at queen arrow 2 on twitter where i shit post and uh talk about animals and post pictures of a cat uh, and yeah that's me
1: Huzzah! Uh, and my name is Stephanie, or Lilac, whichever you prefer. Um, I used to do reviews and stuff, I kinda of fell off the bandwagon cause there's this thing called a full-time job that eats up, like, the majority of my time! Uh, but, if you're interested in s- and following any shenanigans that I may be up to, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at, li- at LilacAnimeReview, with review being spelled R-E-V-U-E, where I, ca- I sometimes shitpost or complain about stuff and post, putting up with our crap putting yeah. up with your guys's shit all the time
0: right um, right
1: yeah all the damn time um, sorry about
0: that by the way <laughs> yeah. if, if just kidding in- not sorry at all
2: <laughs> Sorry, not finish whatever
1: but if you're interested in uh checking out anything else from the dub talk podcast of course you are currently watching walk- watching or listening to the dub talk podcast on youtube so you can subscribe here uh to catch anything else that we do we try to make sure we do things weekly uh by the time this episode goes up we are probably going to be smack dab in the middle of our summer of the movies as well so that's a fun little additional thing that you get to see us do so we'll actually be posting two times a week right now um but you can also follow us on twitter at dub talk podcast we also have instagram and a tumblr for uh dub talk podcast if you're interested in anything like that and on that note,
4: Woo, sweet baby notes.
1: Jesus, I'm looking at the time. <laughs> this is okay. the shortest OG episode ever.
4: Yay!
1: Because when it's the three of us, it's usually, you're looking at like two and a half hours. New record! New record. Yes. What is this shit? <laughs> but uh, anyway, I think that's it from us tonight.
2: Uh, thank you, Ark. Yes, thank, thank you, you for so having much, Ark, for coming and hanging I out
4: with I us. I
0: hope I not waste your time.
2: Anytime. No, you're, no. You're more Anytime you want to come back, you are welcome. Totally.
0: Yes, absolutely. Just name what episode you want to cover, and you are free to come by. Will do. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Uh, but otherwise, that, I think we are good for the night. So let's say our goodbyes and call it a day. Because Ark has to go to sleep because he has a flight at like two thirty. The freaking. Well, day. I have to get <laughs> up
4: at, at that time so I can get I can oh. get in my car and drive an hour to the airport. And since it's an international flight, I have to be at the airport like two to three hours before takeoff. And then I'm Mm going to be on a flight for five hours at an airport for another hour and a half, and then on a second flight for another two hours. Uh, Basically, you have a long ass day ahead of you. Yeah, not as long as coming back, because coming back, I have to deal with the opposite problem of uh, time differences, in that I lose
0: three hours. So I think you should listen to Morgana and go the fuck to sleep. I probably (laughs) should.
1: All right. With that, it's time to call it a night. Have a good night, everybody, and Otaku on my friends.
0: Keep it Bye. melee hey, for I'm, not talking, I'm-